0: killer on the loose can there be a more terrifying reality
1: the number of people killed every year by guns in this country is steadily climbing so is the number of homicides linked to gangs The first thing that went through my
0: mind was it was not an accident hi this is rachel and i'm shelly and welcome to a brand new episode of true north crime It's been forever since we talked about
1: a crime in Canada and some weird facet of our laws and or something relating to the crime, hasn't
0: it? It really has. And I take full responsibility. My I'm so glad you
1: did. (laughs) (laughs) I sentenced you. You are as the judge, jury, and executioner, you
0: are guilty as charged. (laughs) So guilty. Yes. I moved. That's not really a good I mean, it's a pretty good excuse. For a year? You moved for a year. I didn't move for a year. It didn't take that long. (laughs) Can I blame COVID? No, no, I have do less. Ah, oh, damn it. Okay. Well, I've actually been doing more, but <laughs> <laughs> stuck in a rut. Let's just let's just leave it at that. In a bit of a rut. Now I'm trying to dig up.
1: Dig up, stupid.
0: Dig up, stupid. <laughs> so, how have you been over this past year? I'm,
1: well, I, first of all, I want to I want to give a shout out to all of um caregivers out there. I'm a caregiver to a woman with Alzheimer's and if you have kids or if you have like an elderly person that you take care of, COVID has not been an easy thing. No, I can't imagine <laughs> so, it has. Yes. Yeah, seniors programs being canceled, you know, like all these different things. It is it is insane. So that has kept me on my toes, but otherwise if you feel like drinking gin, I'm going to plug this. <laughs>
0: Our new sponsor. Our new
1: sponsor is Freshwater Distillery. So please go there because that will help me pay my bills since we make nothing off this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what else have I been doing? Well, I'm, I
0: haven't been skiing because we're not allowed to. No, nope. that's a real bummer. And it's it's starting to have affect me negatively, let's say because it's like just a beautiful gorgeous day outside today and it's been cold enough that the snow is probably pretty good still and they can make and it's just but i can't go it's right there i can't go i see my neighbor going skiing all the time packing up his car and i'm like dude what are you doing you shouldn't be doing that because we have to cross over into another province and they don't like that so well i can tell you i can
1: relate but instead i have um I'm, I'm hiking like an hour and a half, two hours every day <laughs> so, <laughs> with the dog. Really? So. And I've been playing a lot of video games. Which relates to our current topic. You can segue into this. I have to say my video gaming life has exploded. <laughs> oh, wonderful segue. <laughs> and nerds from the video gaming world who are never doing anything to begin with have definitely benefited I from that. Now is their
0: moment. Oh <laughs> Except my God. for some
1: of the servers have more lag because more people are on it. Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> Fair. All right. Yeah, so with that amazing segue, we will get into today's crime, which... Took place in July of 2019. This is a multiple murder we are talking about that happened in Markham, Ontario, which is—is is it a town? I should have looked this up.
1: Canada's largest town is about to become Canada's newest city. What year is this from? <laughs> <laughs> 2012. So there you go. Wow.
0: <laughs> Moving right along. I first want to offer a quick apology before I begin. There are a lot of M names in this story, and I am very likely going to mis- mispronounce most, if not all of them. So my apologies, all. Menhaz Zaman was born in 1996 to Maniruz and Momotaz.
1: Yeah, that's not confusing. <laughs> not at all confusing. I'm already
0: lost. The couple were Bangladeshi immigrants, and they moved to Canada in the late 80s. Two years after Menhaz's arrival, Momataz gave birth to a daughter whom the family named Melissa, which, or Melissa, a Bangladeshi take on Melissa. The family was joined by Momotaz's mother, Feroza, who helped care for the children. So it's a pretty big house full of a lot of people. Moniruzz and Momotaz were driven and hardworking folks. He was a taxi driver for Beck. If anybody ever watched Blind Date, they'll recognize Beck Taxi. Who no. Who watched
1: what? Blind? What? What was blind, blind Date? you never
0: watched Blind Date? No. Oh, it was this like terrible, terrible dating show where obviously people go on a blind date, but there's always a scene where like the cab comes and picks them up or drops them off someplace, and Uh-oh. it's always Beck.
1: Why would I watch a show that emulates my terrible dating past? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so maybe you weren't the target audience for Blind right. Date, but okay. there are plenty of other people out there. <laughs> Thanks for the trauma. Anyway, no go problem. On. Okay, so um, uh, Moniru's uh, earned quite enough money—enough, um, I should say—to buy a house in Scarborough. And two income properties, which were then managed by Momentaz. So, from Scarborough, the family moved into a larger house in Markham, and it had a basement suite which they rented out. So, really, like, I guess, a great kind of immigrant success story for this family.
1: Yeah, you know, working hard, obtaining property, doing. Exactly. A- well, I mean, so long as they weren't doing really well in Bangladesh prior to got pushed out of there for some reason. I
0: can't answer that. I don't know. I only know about their life in Canada.
1: Either way, good. Either on them. way.
0: Okay, so the couple was equally <laughs> driven when it came to their kids. They had high expectations for their children, and a family friend explained to Toronto Life magazine in our community, you have to be a doctor or an engineer. Wow. Right. So that's a pretty
1: specialized community.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no pressure on those kids. So, perhaps as a way to reinforce their high expectations, Momataz often bragged to her friends about her kids' success. And Menhaz had his sights set on engineering, and Melissa talked about being a neurosurgeon. It was painfully clear to everyone and anyone that Menhaz was the favorite of the parents. Mm hmm. Um, Amara Riaz, who was a for, former tenant of the Zamans, remember they had that basement suite? Yep. Said Moment has sometimes complained about Melissa not trying hard enough in school, but she was always very proud of her son. And said a neighbor, quote, he always seemed like the family's golden child, end quote.
1: Is this also maybe like a cultural favoritism towards the male towards in the Towards the family? male
0: child? I Honestly, I don't know. Um but I don't know enough either, but it's I don't know. I mean Whatever. it's a it's possible. Uh, but in this case, um uh, his mother certainly made a show of him being the favorite. She'd go home and make him lunch. And if she was with friends, she'd leave early if she thought that Menhas was home alone and hungry.
1: How old is this kid ten? This
0: like all throughout his life. Like I think even as a teenager she would care for him in this fashion.
1: He would be a nightmare to date. Could you imagine going home to that family and like having her baby that child No, no.
0: <laughs> the <laughs> thing was Men has was always at home. So he really didn't get out much. He had friends, but he didn't really go to places and do stuff with uh-huh. these people. Of course he was getting picked up every day after school. So it's kind of hard to have a social life, right? Right, if your mom's always coming around.
1: Well, did he want a social life, or well, did here, he just, here's the he thing: just
0: if it if it bothered him that his mother doted on him in this way, he certainly didn't show it, because ah. um, he was quite the introvert. Gotcha. Um, which turns out his <laughs> father because... was also pretty introverted. So ah, okay. Yeah. Said a high school friend of Menhas. Quote, he was just an average Markham kid. He did well in school, went home, and played video games. I know hundreds of kids in Markham who are just like that. End quote. So, I mean, normal, teenaged, awkward kid stuff, I guess. Mm -hmm. So this video game that the friend talked about is an MMO called Perfect World. What's an MMO? Tell us about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm putting you on the spot. (laughs)
1: MMO? Well,
0: the MMORPG.
1: <laughs> oh, man. See, so uh, what does MMO stand Massive for?
0: Multiplayer online role playing game. That's what the whole thing Oh, well, thing then is. why don't
1: you just tell me that? And then, well. yeah, okay. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I thought you might just know this stuff. No, since I, I just, You play one of these games. I just play it. I, just play,
1: I, just play it. Um, <laughs> I know it's called an MMORPG, but it's like asking me a whole bunch of other like, <laughs> acronyms that I don't know about. But, anyways. It's essentially you go online and you play with people from around the planet as a character with sometimes common goals or individual goals like you can quest in it on your own or you can quest with other people or you have common uh, goals that you have to meet out like in a dungeon that you can't do on your own because the content is too hard or otherwise. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not really sure about Perfect World. I've heard of Perfect World, but I've never played it. Yeah,
0: but just the general construct of these types of games is you create a character and then you play the game as this character and you have goals to achieve, yeah. to level yeah. up. Yeah,
1: and, and there are different ways to play them because there are kind of like the LARPing um, groups in there. So they play as their character. So if they're like a haughty elf, they'll pretend and act in that role. And then there are others that just are themselves, but just have a character that they beat stuff up with.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Got it. Clear yeah. as mud. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> so, Men has his game was Perfect World, and he played on a private server called Perfect World Void, and he chatted with other gamers on a service called Discord, which we will get into a little later.
1: Yeah, I have a question about that. A question? He played about on what? a he played on a private server, or he just spoke on a private server on discord it says like here he
0: played on a private server called perfect world void and then discord is separate obviously it's its own thing okay all right now you're confused <laughs> that's not going to be great for our audience
1: <laughs> well no i just like i don't know how it work. I like i don't know how it works necessarily i'm assuming he he doesn't he might play on a pc then because on playstation which no, is no, he's, pop-
0: he is a um a pc gamer for sure Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So because that gamer. might be,
1: that might make more sense. Yes. Okay. So you can do it. Okay. Yeah.
0: Cause you're a console gamer. Yeah. It's a bit of a different setup anyway. Oh,
1: it is. It's a totally different. And I could tell you <laughs> about the specs and why ones the better, but I will not. No, thank
0: you. <laughs> not what we're here <laughs> for. <laughs> okay. So if Menhas' real life was average to the point of being nondescript, his online life was just the opposite. He played an elf cleric, a healer, uh, and he was oh god, I have one of those. And you, yeah. So tell us about the difficulties involved in playing a healer.
1: Um, so when you get good at a game, um, you, obviously, so like the level ramps up, so you're always challenged. And when you get into what they call like a veteran content or difficult content, like um, you have to heal a group. So basically, you have damage dealing um characters that are basically there to kill things and then you have kind of what they call in my game tanks which is basically the character that just attracts the attention of everything and can take the damage from all those things and then you have the healers which basically when the monsters or whatever you're playing against want to kill you they heal you generally to kind of sum it up is your the medic or the doctor that uses magic to keep everyone alive. If you're in a magic playing game, sometimes you might actually be a medic in something like call of duty or something. And, and then you just heal people with kids and stuff. But, um, but yeah, so basically your job is to keep everybody alive.
0: Right. So not I- ironic considering what the crime is in the end. Well, also ironic considering some men has a pretty good healer in the game, but also like a huge troll oh. as well. So apparently quiet, shy Menhaz was a noisy jerk online.
1: Really? Like, what did he do? What what jerk behavior did well, he do?
0: Well, we'll get into that. All right. So meanwhile, meanwhile, <laughs> IRL, <laughs> Menhaz graduated high school and he was accepted into the mechanical engineering program at York University. Um, Or maybe that's just what he told people. An article in Toronto Life Magazine stated that Menhaz went to York and flunked out, but the court heard Menhaz attended a mechanical engineering program at Seneca College and then flunked out in 2015. The point is he wasn't enjoying the same success he would known in high school. Uh He didn't bother sharing his troubles with his parents, choosing instead to lie to them about his continued academic success. He told them he had a full ride and excellent grades. Wow.
1: While well, his poor sister is just like under the radar being somewhat ignored. Totally. Well,
0: oh. so this Toronto Life article that I read, uh, it did go in a little bit into detail into the sister's home life mm-hmm. and wasn't great. Was The article was not very complimentary toward the sister and on Twitter the uh, writer, faced a lot of angry backlash for it from Mm -hmm. the sister's friends, who said that they had completely mischaracterized the sister throughout the story. So I just didn't feel like it was right to include that. okay. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so she's kind of like flying under the radar, may or may not have had a contentious relationship with her father. Uh, And yeah, so Menhaz is going off to university and lying about it to everybody. First, he was just skipping classes then he started failing classes and finally he just quit or he flunked out before like you know it's a little up in the air as to like you know you can't fire me i quit kind of situation you can't expel me uh, you know anyway Mm -hmm. in order to keep up the lie he'd wake up early as he'd always done pack his laptop get on the bus which would take him across town to school Uh, And then he'd sort of, I guess, wander the campus and hang out, or he'd go to the gym, killing time before he could return home in the early afternoon. Uh, Apparently, eventually just stopped riding the bus all the way to campus altogether, and preferring, as I said, just to wander around a mall and game.
1: Wouldn't this, like, catch up with him in a few years when he never graduated? (laughs) Or did he go to, like, was his lie going to be like, I got my master's? Well,
0: (laughs) we're getting there. Okay. So, Men has gamed constantly. His gaming friend said he'd be playing when they logged off at night and he'd still be there when they logged on the next morning. One day he chatted at a friend that he was going to quit gaming. And when his friend asked where he'd go instead of Perfect World Void, Men has replied Perfect World Jail. I'm gonna kill my parents and go to jail, yo. Nice. Yes. So, that's a fun thing to read from a friend.
1: Honestly, if someone wrote that with into me in game, I would probably not take it seriously.
0: Well, that's just it, and it, it's going to come up. Uh, Menhaz's trolling took a dark turn in 2018. His gaming friends said it used to be lighthearted.
1: I don't mm. know if you can be
0: a lighthearted troll.
1: Yeah, you can't. You can be. Yeah. There are people who like tease and stuff. But if someone sat there and was like, "I'm going to kill my parents," I would probably be like. I don't know how I would take that. I wouldn't take it seriously, but I would also probably not not take it seriously in the sense I would probably write back like, dude, not a good idea. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. You like, know, like something like that, like like not knowing under understanding yeah. how to to take it.
0: So his trolling took this turn when he started deriding religion, Islam in particular, men has been raised a Muslim, raised Muslim and had lost his faith. Um, and he started using racial slurs
1: against his own community.
0: Against everyone. I think there are a lot oh. of there are racial slurs. I think there might have been homophobic slurs in there as well. Just like, you know, kind of casting the net.
1: That's also really trolly behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: So it might have been around this time that he was, in fact, suspended from Discord for a couple of weeks for, quote, making offensive comments, end quote.
1: I have never heard of anyone being suspended from Discord. Discord.
0: Yeah, well, he was. So I guess it must have been pretty bad.
1: That would take a lot from what yeah. I've seen.
0: <laughs> So in March 2019, Mez, Menhas started talking about killing his family and himself. His gaming buddies thought it was a joke, as mm. you said. That's how you would probably react. Um, It was, you know, just more dark, inappropriate humor from this guy who was known for making inappropriate comments. Said one gamer who spoke to Vice. In the last months, his humor became extremely dark over time. He talked about suicide a lot, but to me at least, he made it all seem like a dark joke when he started saying he would kill his family i think most people like me just thought of it as another weird dark joke eventually when he at- attached a date to when he would do the gruesome act i just thought he wanted to make it even darker and then troll everyone on the date he said yeah i could so, see that yeah, yeah nobody nobody took it seriously
1: yeah it's a it's a fan like you have to think also like it's a fantasy world where a lot of people take on personas that they don't have in real life like this is this is a thing like i'm pretty open and genuine like I am pretty much myself online um but there you have to be mindful I have run into a few people where you're like yeah right (laughs) there
0: there are some head cases in there for sure. So Menhas was expected to graduate in the summer of 2019 specifically July 28 2019 that's what he told his parents and one month prior to the supposed graduation Moniru and Momotaz held a wedding anniversary party in their backyard. They had been married for 25 years. At the party, Men has told a cousin he was starting. Uh, sorry, told a cousin who was starting at York in the fall. We'll be there at the same time. I'm going back in September to do my masters. So oh, he nice. He just kind of doubled mm-hmm. down on mm-hmm. this lie. On July 25. Men has said in a group chat that his life was about to end because someone had tipped off the authorities about some plan of his.
1: Group chat on Discord or
0: online? This I I assume all the chats are on Discord. Okay. Said a friend, "Quote Thursday is when he got to a group chat and just said, i 'I'm here to have fun' and posted random pictures from the game." So it's a chat.
1: Yeah, that would be Discord most likely. Unless it's yeah, no, on private server on the private server that he could do that too. Yes, but probably Discord.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, just here to have fun, post random pictures from the game. Then, randomly, he said his life was going to end. He said somebody snitched on him, and he had to do it as soon as possible. So, that's what a friend reported. Right. Uh, of course, no one knew what it was. And Menhas's account went quiet after that. On Saturday, July 27, at around 10 p.m., a gamer only identified as John chatted at Menhaz to check on him. Men has told John that he had killed his family, then sent him a couple of photos, and the picture showed two women, both dead. Oh. John later told Vice, quote, deep down I knew it was real, but I still couldn't believe. I thought he was kidding. End quote.
1: I totally like can you imagine being that guy though? Like, you know this guy online, he's a troll, whatever, he tries to get attention you think that everything's a joke he just tries to get darker and you think of that as more of a grab for attention and then he sends you dead people like i would be like is this like like is this real like i would definitely be questioning
0: it because it's not well
1: you that. That that be unbelievable well
0: so here's what john did he hit up another chat and asked for help checking out the photos he wanted to know the pictures were if the pictures were already online somewhere and then has it just got them off the internet Essentially, so right, John. John has
1: way better uh, connections than I do. <laughs> I would have no idea how to even begin that.
0: Well, and he, you know, you just you ask. If you don't know how to do it yourself, you just ask a group of people. Ask the internet. <laughs> ask the internet. Exactly. So that's what they did. So then, at 11:32 p.m., Menhaz wrote that he'd killed his mother and grandmother, and was going to kill his sister next, and then his father. To lend credence to his claims of murder, he sent the photo of his family when they were alive
1: mm-hmm. so
0: everyone could see the two female victims were his mother and his grandmother. Oh, that's So, disgusting. like, proof. Yeah. John created a new chat on Discord, adding Menhaz's friends and other gamers he knew were in Canada because they knew he, like this guy John, knew Menhas yep. was somewhere in Canada.
1: Well, we talk about this all the time. Generally, if you're online, you are... Disclosing information, but where you are generally.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and so John's goal was to find a way to help, to help Menhas, to help the police, just to let people know what had happened. So shortly after John created this new chat, Menhas sent out a photo of a man with his throat cut. He had murdered his father, just like he said he would. And now that his family was dead, Menhas started. He started messaging people. All over the world. So this gamer named Maran was... Like he me- He messaged them just saying he had done it? Or yeah. he messaged them
1: photos? Or
0: Here, Well, let me tell you. This right. guy, Maran, he received the following private message when he logged on. I just slaughtered my entire family and will most likely spend the rest of my life in jail if I manage to survive. I hope I made you laugh at some point or another. I hope you remember the good times. I will miss you all. So this guy wakes up to this. Ugh. Right? So he's like so confused about what's going on. Men has sent him a bunch of pictures of his victims, each with their throat cut. He later told Moran he shared the photos because, quote, parts of me wants it to spread faster so I get caught faster and this purgatory I'm in ends, end quote
1: oh god can you imagine being that poor guy he's like i'm playing a video game i thought this guy was a hilarious troll and just got a little darker and needed to come out of it and he sends me pictures of like a murdered family i would that's so traumatizing right yes so yeah you are you are playing a game yeah and this guy has turned it into a nightmare yeah
0: yeah oh that's awful yeah so Marun was quickly added to John's group chat, but since no one actually knew where in Canada Menhas was, they didn't know who to call. Uh-huh. Like you didn't call up the RCMP. That's not what they do. It's they don't <laughs> police the entire, they don't police, they police the country. They don't police specific municipalities. Right. Um, so worried Menhas might not be done killing they worked to keep him at his computer, to keep him talking. So there's this like huge effort in these chat groups to just keep him awake, keep him talking. And the longer they chatted, the more chance of John's group had of tracking down Menhaz's IP.
1: That is absolutely amazing on their
0: behalf. Yeah. So mm. quote, wish you'd talked it out before doing it, quote, wrote one gamer. Men mm. replied, quote, It's been my plan for three years. Literally told my parents my uni graduation was July 28th. I couldn't have delayed it any longer, end quote.
1: Aww.
0: So John's group was able to zero in on Menhaz, but they only got so far as to determine he was somewhere in the greater Toronto area, which is pretty big. That's that's like four, three to four million people. The, yeah. <laughs> it's a right. lot of people, and it's a big space. Menhaz himself supplied them with more information though he likely didn't mean to, he started asking people for their email addresses because he wanted to send them money through PayPal.
1: Right. So he's clearing out his bank account, like almost like a living will.
0: Almost. Well, he's just, he's like, he's divesting himself Mm -hmm. because he's not going to need it anymore. You know, that kind of thing.
1: Well, I mean, through PayPal, you can use your personal account. You can also use your credit card, right? So it's also like, did he really care if he was in debt if he knew he was going to go to jail or die?
0: Well, here's the thing. Bianca, another gamer on the case and who lived in Toronto, she was able to dig up Menhessa's address from his PayPal.
1: Wow, she is a super fucking star. (laughs) She is.
0: So she phoned the police sometime between maybe like 3 and 5 in the morning on Sunday, July 29. But it wasn't until 3 p.m., 12 hours later that has sent his last message, police are here, goodbye. Wow. I don't know what happened between the time Bianca called the cops and when they finally showed up.
1: Well, also, like, I'm wondering if also maybe she or they sent out a word saying like everybody called the cops to say that this had happened because through her communications she would have been easily able to private message or put in the, the chat that they had started to, to help this or to help to find this dude should I say like she could easily be like call the cops because this is fucking serious
0: well here's the thing so I'm going to go into like there isn't a lot of detail about the police response to this but mm-hmm. here's what I've been able to kind of figure out um, according to pol- to the police, they are responding to a 911 call about possible injuries, or they were conducting a wellness check. So right away, there's a little bit of a discrepancy in terms of what actually the police are responding to. Right. A lot of Menhass's gaming buddies think the police's slow response contributed to at least one death. And said a gaming buddy who wished to remain anonymous, quote, he hadn't killed his dad when he messaged us. If police had actually taken this seriously, he would have been probably saved. I'm guessing either local PD here or Toronto PD didn't take it seriously, end quote. So I think these people around the world were contacting local police departments to tell them, to tell local police, you need to get in touch with police in Canada because of this thing that's happened and is in the process of happening. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But like I would be doing the same thing.
1: I would be like, if someone that I knew who's like, I'm in Europe, I'd be like, well, I'm phoning goddamn Interpol. Like,
0: right? in I will call Everybody. every country I'm in like, Europe. Like, I'm like, here,
1: I'm going to spam this photo to every police department I can possibly do that. Yeah. And, and yeah. See where this is or what's going on or if there's a product in the background that is relatable only to that area. Like, who knows?
0: Yeah. Okay, so while I was doing the initial research on this case, I hadn't yet found a CBC article which might explain a little bit of that lost time, those 12 hours. So uh, according to an agreed statement of facts, Menhaz texted a friend in Minnesota telling this person about the murders and sending them pictures. Right. That friend then phoned Toronto PD and the police were able to trace Menhaz's IP address from the text that he had sent to Minnesota. Toronto Police then contacted York Region Police who went to his house. Right. So it is important now to point out that while Markham is often thought of as a suburb of Toronto, as we said at the top, it's not part of the city of Toronto. No. Markham is in York Region, which has its own police service. Toronto Police cannot respond to calls in other regions, so that could account for some of this delay. So Toronto Police... Found out where he was, but they couldn't respond because it's out of their jurisdiction. So they have to call York Region Police.
1: How long does it take to Goddamn make a phone call? Who the fuck no. Well,
0: freaking hours. I don't. Well, I don't know how any.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. I but know. I'm just saying, like, with the okay, so you had a bunch of internet sleuths who do a lot of gaming and who get dissed a lot in the media for being nerds, track down a killer internationally by finding an IP address, yeah. and then you're like,
0: oh, I'm just gonna sit on this for a while. Like, what are they eating a rotary phone? <laughs> oh, shit! <should> I misdialed. <laughs> like, you got to start all over again.
1: Yeah, I like that's that to me is the. I mean, like, there's there's a lot of time I think missing there. There for is something. some
0: time missing, yes, and we'll, we might not ever know the answer.
1: Oh, that's so heartbreaking. It's and it I'm is. It's happy. very
0: upsetting, and I think I'm there is the gaming community came together to actually find this dude. And there is like... some agreement that he man has killed his father last um and there is there is agreement that had the police responded sooner his father might not have died so uh-huh. it's that's out there but Menhaz's victims extend beyond his family his gaming friends have suffered because of his actions some mm-hmm. couldn't eat others couldn't sleep and they all felt guilty maybe even complicit
1: yeah absolutely i would feel awful if someone, if someone I gamed with all the time was just like, I'm going to kill my family. And I was you're just like, oh, you know, you just dude. laugh it off. Yeah. Or, or you're just like, dude, like, you know, like tone it down a bit. You're all good. No worries. Like yeah. we're here for you. Whatever. Yeah. And he still goes and does it. Like, it doesn't matter what you say. Even if I'm playing with someone and they decide to murder their family, I would
0: feel. Awful. I would, I would be traumatized. Well, people, they, I mean, some of these people have PTSD from this experience. Yeah, no shit. Cause, because the,
1: I have to say, Rach, like the, the relationships you form online are still real relationships. Of course they are. Yeah. And the people you choose to hang out with, as much as some of them are trolley or whatever, like you still are a, a group in a community that's kind of outside normal society. Yeah. Like, I'm going to put that in in quotation marks, normal society. society, Right. Yeah. Like, like the people you interact with from day to day. Yeah. So it's just like, those are people that I have found to be incredibly supportive in my life, but also like, I, like it's, I I would be absolutely heartbroken if something happened.
0: Yeah. Like this? Oh
1: my God. I would. Yeah.
0: Well, said, said one friend who shared this with Vice, quote, I should have paid more attention to what he said on Thursday. I might've had a chance to stop this. Uh-huh. end quote so as for perfect world an admin said no one ever considered a man has a threat they told cbc quote people would see this as a joke although i'm not sure several players would have asked for details even if it was a joke i'm sure several players would have asked for details even if it was a joke end quote so as you said like no one took it seriously
1: no. And even if they did it, would be like, oh, how are you going to kill your family? Like, it would be like something along those exactly. lines, right? So it would be like, oh, well, I'll slit their throats. Or like, oh, wouldn't it be easier to hang them and shoot them and or drag them or draw and quarter them? Like, those are the types of yeah, yeah, bullshit yeah. you would get back. Oh, that's so I heartbreaking. Know.
0: But <laughs> since Men has was indeed a threat, Perfect World had to change some of its policies regarding the chats. So or at the very least, pay lip service to helping people who seem depressed in chat. Quote, we will surely be more strict towards similar acts out of players, end quote, wrote the admin. Uh, And who goes on to say, as in, we will be censoring more words, specifically words that suggest murder or harm, and will approach players who seem actually depressed.
1: I have to say, it's really hard to define murder or harm in a game where you're literally killing things a lot of the time. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Like, that's, like, you don't really say like, like we're going to murder something or like we're, you know like you do say you're going to kill things like it's just well, that would be hard yeah
0: so so, so like Perfect World statement um, and then Men has uh, had been banned from Discord previously for violating community guidelines so this raises questions about monitoring and policing speech so right. if Discord and Perfect World are committed to pre- to preventing another violent act from taking place. Where do you draw the line on what people say in chat? Which words trigger outreach and which ones trigger censure? Like, right. what do you do? Yeah. yeah. And it's
1: hard because also, like, words in what context and how do you... I don't know how you would take chats that have, like, sarcasm or anything seriously. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, well, they're because just... they're, they're words on a screen. I know. I know. And it's not like <laughs> they can tell the personality that you've been playing right? Like, there's no tone.
0: There's no inflection. I think you the don't interesting know. thing
1: that I can contribute to this is that um, PlayStation and uh, I play Elder Scrolls online and I have to say that PlayStation and they they adjusted their policies so they'll listen to your chat now. They can actually record your chat while you're playing. Wow. And they can go back and see these things. And I don't know if this is a result of a lot of maybe things that have happened internationally or complaints that have happened or maybe monitoring also because of the political situation, mm-hmm. maybe. Um,
0: oh, sure. People organizing over chat.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I think that there's a lot of um, issues around that, but they have changed their privacy policy so that they, they will record. They can record and monitor They can record chats. everything. Because yeah. you can do what they call a trial in ESO, like uh, Elder Scrolls, and it's 12 people. And if you think about it, you, you could organize a lot of crap by just, playing sure. a trial yeah
0: right So 12
1: people play with this guy another plays with this guy you start a guild which is a group within the game um yeah yeah you could you you could take advantage of that absolutely yeah. and it's, that's actually kind of frightening because i played on a really innocent level i guess <laughs> i could go there to have fun and kill things mostly but or heal right, people because yeah. i play a healer a lot but like i just <laughs>
0: yeah well I've, I've got just a couple of final words here Oh, um, about men has. So he's picked up by the cops, spirited away to the police station. He never spoke with the press about this. Um, he pled guilty to three counts of first degree murder and one count of second degree murder in September 2020.
1: Who was the second degree murder?
0: I don't know. I don't, honestly, I don't know who the second degree murder would have been he plotted maybe to kill this... all of his family which he did do so why would huh. one be a second be second murder? yeah i don't unfortunately oh. i don't have an answer all right. to that.
1: all right well we'll wait until we get further yeah. information because that's not released all right okay
0: so a guilty plea of course means no trial so we went straight to sentencing which happened in november 2020 And Menhaz was sentenced to 40 years in prison before eligibility for parole and joins a short list of people with similarly long sentences. Normally you get 25 years and then you're eligible for parole, but because of the nature of his crimes, it was agreed between his lawyers and the Crown that he would be given 40 years before parole eligibility. Right. And that is the story of the Markham Gamer murders.
1: Oh man, is that what they're called?
0: That's no, they don't really have a name. I needed to title this something, so that is a harsh, terrible name I came up with.
1: But it, but I would say that it's actually a pretty bad. It name is awful. Sure. No,
0: I am fully aware that it is a horrible thing I just said. I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna have to come up with a better name for that one anyway. Um, so you have some questions for me well, about uh, yeah.
0: Discord. Well, first of all, let's get into this idea of these like super-duper long prison sentences in Canada. We talked about sentencing in the past where in Canada normally we stack sentences so multiple murderers will have, you know, 25 to life or what have you to be served concurrently. Right.
1: So the longest sentences in Canada to date is 75 years without parole. That is a
0: very long time.
1: Yeah. So basically like, you know, if you're a male and you're committing this murder, your average... Lifespan is eighty-one years old. You have to murder someone when you're six and maybe live
0: <laughs> to <laughs> live to see parole, parole. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> you are going to die on the inside with a sentence <laughs> yeah. like that. Exactly. So, um,
1: 2018, uh, Dellen Millard sentenced to uh, third consecutive life sentences for the for the death of his father, and. And a few other people in the sentence means that he'll serve 75, 75 years in prison before you can do, um, or or before you can have parole. Right. February, 2018, Benjamin Houdon Barbeau. Um, he was basically given, uh, 35 years in prison before becoming eligible for parole. Okay. 2017, Basil Borutsky, I'm probably saying that wrong. Um, killed three women in hour-long range page in Ottawa Valley in 2015. God. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. He has no chance of parole for 70 years. Uh, August 2017, Derek Seredsky sentenced to life in prison 75 years before parole for killing father, daughter, and senior in 2015. Oh my goodness. February 2017, Douglas Garland sentenced to life in prison without parole for 75 years, uh, killing, uh, two parents and their,
0: uh, toddler child. Okay. Yeah. So these are, these sound, these are all, um, consecutive sentences instead of stacking them all up as concurrent. Yes. yes, Yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, we all know in 2014, the Moncton, New Brunswick, that was very famous, the Mountie killer,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: uh, 75 years, uh yeah there's there's quite a few but n- not a lot and I'm getting this from a actually Toronto City News article so you can look that up sure. um, okay yeah so it's it's not the most common that you get such a long sentence but in certain cases yeah they'll and granted and warranted they will throw the book at you with good reason sure <laughs> of course yeah so- yeah. Like this is like you have to think about it he he admits to premeditating this for 3 years.
0: 3 years he said he talked about this. And this isn't the first case of someone lying to their parents and then trying to murder their way out of that lie. Mm-hmm. It has happened in the past and will probably happen again in the future. It's just it's just it's so upsetting to think that this is you see this is the only way out of this this terrible false reality you've constructed. Yeah. Yeah. And then you dragged all these people down with you. So these, you know, his gamer friends are all suffering. In addition to everyone like, you know, other family members. I wonder if they're still playing. I don't know. I could see some of them maybe I, I could see some of them it. still
1: like I think it's a like obviously personal choice. Yeah. Um I think it would be hard to get back into it but also I think at the same time if you're in that group together you would probably commiserate a lot because no one else would understand what you're going through because no one I mean discord groups are are discord groups I mean as I told you before the pod started you have kind of have these things called private servers I'm putting that in quotation marks and each one could be like a, a guild like a group of people that you belong to and they all have kind of their own rules and then discord has their own rules as well and I have not been the longest big time gamer. So like Rach, um, your husband would actually probably be better at this than I would at this point. But
0: <laughs> talk about Discord. Well, I have like I have a very like we use Discord for our D and D game that we play. And it's just it's just it's yeah, it's a voice chat and then we like post crap. <laughs> Yeah. ridiculous memes and stuff but it's really just the way we run our D&D game because of course I mean we can't go to each other's houses anyway because of the pandemic but also we're spread out over two different countries and so that's that's the only thing I know about Discord it kind of functions like Skype uh no well, it's a voice chat.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's not like so. You you don't use it uh, uh, for a voice chat a lot of the time. Like I've never actually used it as a voice chat. Oh. I just use it as a chat. So uh, on my Discord, um, I have a couple of like I have a coding course, and then I have a few guilds that I'm in the game. And guilds are basically like groups of like-minded people. Um, some of them are really toxic. Some of them aren't. You try to accomplish goals together. You get help. You get advice on like what your character needs like weapons or builds or whatever like it's just it's it's like a community of like-minded gamers right yeah the ones that i'm part of i mean generally have really strict rules like uh i'm part of one called um hearted warriors they're really great but it's like a guild that the the people who run the guild are very intolerant of intolerance
0: as we um, should be. We should not tolerate intolerance.
1: Yeah, exactly. But it's actually really nice because it's like if you're sexist or a jerk or try to rip people off and that happens in the game or if someone has, you know, a credible um, complaint against you, you will get booted. And you can't put something in the Discord that's not, like, you can't swear in that one. So I'm always like... Is I'm, it difficult I'm, for you? I'm, yeah, I know. I'm always like <laughs> moderating myself. Like, I'll get into like group trial with them and I'll be like, can't swear, can't swear, can't swear. <laughs> <laughs> Just you know me I mean I have like a trucker mouth, right so you get into it and they're very sweet people mm-hmm. um and everybody in there has been generally really nice I'm part of a, a, another one and they're called reckless and you know it, it's a little more sweary but everybody's generally really super nice so yeah. it's just like these people who swear <laughs> right? So, like, so- and generally but everybody's from everywhere everybody's from any time but also in these chats like there are memes and stuff and uh in some of the discords that I'm in, they have like a naughty channel where it's basically you—it's like a plus 19 channel. <laughs> so <laughs> you basically have to go in there and like say that you're above 19 and that you don't mind right. the the content, and it will be like—it's funny. <laughs> I'll
0: just say it's that it's like All a lot right, of right, we'll leave it funny. at that. So these Discord chats—they have their own specific guidelines. Um, that I guess are created by the people who run the group.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like I'm in one that's a coding course that I took, right? Right. So, and the coding course, I mean, most of the people in there aren't going to be trolling because they're there to learn. So everybody's just kind of like pitching in ideas and there's different topics. And so within each server they call them servers is a channel and the channels will be like you need help with this or that or the other thing or like you want to build this or you want to do this or this is like general chat or real life stuff or people yeah i post up pictures of my dog right <laughs> so, these types of things
0: but then there's discord itself has its own community guidelines
1: yes and i have never read these before <laughs>
0: Until today, so you,
1: whenever you download an app, how often do you actually no, you never read, the read the
0: terms? Never Come on, read the terms or like community agreements. Come yeah. on. But within that disc, but within the Discord community guidelines, the general ones, there yeah. is one that says you may not share images of sadistic gore or animal cruelty.
1: Yeah, and you cannot make threats of violence or threaten to harm others as well. Yeah,
0: there are quite a number of separate. Rules that yep. specifically relate to harassment, to uh-huh. bullying. You may not sexualize minors. Yeah, you can't sexually explicit share explicitly
1: sexually explicit content of other people without their consent. Right. These types of things.
0: Yeah. So, for him to have gotten kicked off Discord at least one time, you really gotta wonder what, what he was had he done. What was he doing? Mm-hmm. But then, in these um, private chats that he had with his gaming friends. I mean, he's posting photos of his victims in these chats, and, like, they're reacting. Right. But it doesn't seem like anyone else, like, you know, within the... Well, I mean, so, I mean, the
1: the Discord rules we looked up were made on May 19th, 2020, right? Mm -hmm. So they've been updating the whole time. So at the time, it might have just been, like, a free-for-all. I don't know.
0: Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. True. And we won't know. I mean, I don't know what neither of us, of course, have looked at these rules before today. So we don't know if anything has changed since uh, 2019 when these murders happened. But I would hope that there is maybe a little bit more going on in chats and in-game to help people who are in distress.
1: I think, well, I mean, also it also depends on what communities you're in, right? Like if this guy were a troll all along, like people would no, kind of think maybe it's it an ex- Well, it's also like an extension. Like, is he just trolling us again? Is he just trolling? it's, It's a hard call, right? So, I mean, I keep on thinking of like... And this is the thing I find fascinating about this case. Like, what would I do? And I kind of now have shifted my thinking into taking these things more seriously and maybe the gaming community needs to like listen to this episode (laughs) like to like but to like but seriously to understand that certain things should be definitely reported right away i know that there are some things in game that some of my friends do immediately and so do i which is if you're in game and there's something called world chat where if you're just in a zone and um there's like a general chat that everybody everybody can see you instead of like a private chat and every once in a while you'll see something that's like oh and how old are you and whenever you see that you just report the guy yeah because like you can't and people, ask will people start, that yeah yeah and people will start calling them out as a pedo or whatever if yeah. they're caught so like these are the things so like there are the like in any society there are the bad people mm-hmm. out there and there are the good people out there. here's something kind of disgusting like someone's uh niece was playing a character that they usually play but some people will randomly walk up to you and whisper you which means you can only read it and they'll be like how about I come all over your butt oh, like these types of things gross. because a, every guy assumes is just a guy right. even if you're a female character because it doesn't matter what you play in the game yeah um, so and then also like this is like a 12 year old girl who's playing her uncle's character in the game so right. he took a screenshot of it sent it in and the guy got suspended good oh my god oh my god you have to have you have to have evidence and as I said now like they're starting to record it and maybe these types of cases are the press won't happen again yeah yeah so anyway okay I'm glad that I'm part of the nice community part of the
0: nice group (laughs) all right well let's let's switch gears here and move on to something a little bit lighter in tone okay all right. So I'll talk about a a stupid criminal that I.
1: Oh, oh thank God! This has been so stressful on <laughs> my gaming know. life. Okay, <laughs> I, so. don't, I don't think any of my gaming friends actually listen to this podcast because we only have one listener. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> we do love you. Thanks for sticking with us. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay, so
1: I I have just to all my gaming friends I have described the gaming world terribly. <laughs> And I have probably offended everybody. You've done a huge disservice to and the I am gaming so community. Sorry. <laughs> I
0: am so sorry. <laughs> All right, so we move. Uh, we move to Georgia now. In 2017, where a bank robbery suspect was arrested because he appeared on an in-camera interview with a local news station in the course of his bank robbing spree.
1: He wanted to be famous or no, he just... so, this
0: guy, <laughs> so, <laughs> so this guy so this like guy had robbed a bank.
1: He was going for notoriety.
0: <laughs> he just so he had robbed a bank. Right. And then he like leaves the bank after his bank robbery. And there's like a news crew just, I don't know, filming a news story about something, not the bank robbery. And he gets interviewed on camera for this story about, I don't know, traffic circulation or whatever.
1: (laughs) Provides his actual Thank you for picking the most mundane possible topic.
0: But you just I just know it was unless you're an urban
1: planner, in which case we could also say your story.
0: (laughs) So this dude gets interviewed by this news crew immediately after having robbed a bank, provides his real name. Oh god. (laughs) And then Takes off and starts casing another bank to rob. So he was like in the middle of a crime spree, stopped for an on-camera interview, uh, and so like the bank manager, I guess, saw the interview um, and contacted the police. It's like, yep, that's the guy who robbed the bank. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, on him. And so there's there's a tweet here. <laughs> When you accept an interview and provide them with your real name, it makes our job too easy. That is a state from the Lawrenceville Police Department. Good job. (laughs) So, way to go, guy. Yeah. Way to go.
1: Rachel, do you need a stupid law?
0: Of course I do. I always need a stupid law.
1: Have you ever lived in Tisdale, Saskatchewan? I
0: can't say that I have.
1: No. I'm sure there are people who own dogs there.
0: Of course. There has I to be.
1: And you know what? I'm a, I, as a dog owner, am offended when I find it. I'm walking, especially along a trail, and there's dog poo, and they someone has put it in a bag and like hung it on the tree for some reason and never picked it up. I'm like, why don't you just leave it off the trail or like flick it off the trail, because then it will just decompose? Exactly. Yeah. But <laughs> <Like Yeah>. the, <laughs> the people do this stuff all the time. But the one thing I have to say in Tisdale's schedule, they took this to like a whole new level. Oh, my
0: goodness. What's going on in Tisdale?
1: Well... You can get fined for not picking up dog poo if it's on your own property. (laughs) Guess guess how much the fine is?
0: Can't guess. I don't know.
1: 250 bucks.
0: Whoa. (laughs) On your own property. Wow. How stupid is that? Like, Maybe it
1: was like a municipal rule and they forgot to disclude your own property. I don't know.
0: Okay, so here's... I was told this story. These people I know bought a house and they looked at it in the wintertime and purchased it in the winter. Never saw the house or the property when it wasn't winter.
1: Just dog poo everywhere in the spring.
0: Yes. So I wonder if something like that happened to someone in Tisdale and they were like, enough is enough.
1: Mm-hmm. Or maybe neighbors were complaining about the smell or something if yeah. they had like five dogs. I don't know. But either way, I'm like, whew, that's a mighty
0: sweet mind. Okay. Good to know.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> next one next time I have uh, one about a cat Oh,
0: alright well stay tuned to for that to stay tuned no that's not what I mean <laughs> tune in for that <laughs> stay tuned
1: oh Rachel, it's been too long uh, out of
0: practice this is terrible <laughs> I guess that means we'll just wrap it up I have been Rachel
1: and I have been Shelly
0: and we want you to stay safe out there
1: Yeah, and pick up your dog boo pick up your dog